Each year from Heroics MMA, um, I'm here today with uh, one championship fighter, Martin Noyeng. Um, how's things doing today, Martin? Right? Yeah, very good, man. Just uh, been training hard. Um, eat, sleep, train, man, every single day when you're training camp. Yeah, that's the sort of dedication that everyone's been used to seeing from you, really. Um, I think you're well known for it, really. Uh, constant hard work. I uh, leave it all in the cage or ring, whichever it is, really. Um, we'll go into the questions there, mate. All right. Um, obviously, fairly recently, it was announced that um, MMA is now going to be legalised in uh, Vietnam. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Um, my thoughts is about time, man. Like, it's, it's, it's just a, you know, one of the fastest growing sports in the world, right? And um, for one championship... Uh, to finally get into uh, Vietnam um, and for me to actually fight in my own home country. Uh, it's just a dream come true, right? Um, and not only for me, like there's other Vietnamese athletes out there that um, have the same dream, right? So, um, man, I heard it's, it's, in, it's in the midst of um, getting everything legalized, but uh, yeah, there was somewhat of an announcement that... Um, it's on the merge of uh, being legalised, so fingers crossed um, everything pulls through. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> I think everyone would be pretty excited to see uh, the possibility of you headlining a Vietnamese uh, event. I think that would be pretty good for everyone to see, really. Definitely, man, definitely. Um, a lot of talk recently about, um, obviously, it was, uh, August, I believe it was, was your last fight. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about your next fight being announced and who it might be. Um, a lot of the names that are sort of being put around is um, a rematch with Christian Lee. Um, I, th- I think a lot of people are interested if you're gonna if you were gonna go up a weight and challenge for that, or if he's gonna drop back down. Um, Yi Bin and obviously another one of the Vietnamese athletes, Tan Lee. Um, would any of those guys particularly be someone you'd be looking for? Look, um, let's just say the the contracts are signed. Um, Christian's got a fight uh, in May against um, the undefeated Italian bloke that beat Murat Gafarov. Murat's on a losing streak, so he's not going to get a title shot. Um, the next bout is signed, so it's going to be a banger, man. This fight's going to be a do or die situation. You know, kill or be killed. So once it gets announced. Um, I'm sure everyone will be tuning into this bout. Yeah, sure. It's uh, exciting times. I think uh, everyone's looking forward to that next fight you're going to be in there with, really, aren't they? Um, <clears throat> how did it feel for you um, being the first Vietnamese world champion? Um, I mean, obviously, it's not something that many people have had the opportunity to say, uh, but you was obviously the first to do it. And not just that, obviously, you was the first dual champion in one championships as well. Um I mean, that's forming a great legacy there to start with. What does that feel like for you? Look, um, I mean, it's been a blessing in disguise, right? So um, someone I've, we've always looked up to um, growing up, uh, Kang Lee. So he was um, Vietnam, Vietnam's first ever world champion. And he, he just paved the path in mixed martial arts for us. And <clears throat> when watching um, Kang Lee uh yeah, move up the through the ranks and done what he did. Now, um, we all use that as motivation to to get where we are. And 
you know, fighting in one championship, um, in one championship provi- provides that, you know, that platform in Asia for us to um, showcase our skills and for me to um, win a world title has always been a dream, right? So um, beating beating a guy I had lost to, um, it was like icing on the cake, but then um, getting a chance and opportunity to fight for, you know, that, that lightweight title as well. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't a, um, you know, a matter of if or what. It was just, man, this is opportunity, and I jumped on it, and yeah, um, I was blessed that night where everything went my way. Yeah, it was a absolutely superb fight. Well, both of them, to be fair, um, both really good fights. I mean, obviously the way you came back from obviously losing your first fight against the Afarov, not just your first fight against him, but it was your first fight overall that you lost. Um, the way you came back from that to, to uh, sort of take him out in that second round. Um, absolutely brilliant fight. Um, any sort of interest in a, you know, a third fight with Gafarov, maybe? Um, Look, I, I <clears throat> in terms of all my opponents and my legacy in one championship at featherweight, I've specifically handed off um, a list to all the um, one championship to the one championship board and to the director himself, um, Chatri. All the guys that I want to fight, um, and in terms of moving up a weight class or down a weight class, it's always on my mind. I, I'm in a position where I'm lucky enough to, you know, go up or go down. Yeah. So, um, in terms of that, it's it's still the option is always there. But um, not until I, you know, clean out this division, um, be all the the high contenders, is when I would do when I when I'll be doing that. But um, in terms of Gafarov, man, Gafarov was the first name on that list. Um, but you know, he's it's just you know for for the sake of a trilogy, yeah, hundred percent, I'll do it. But um, it'll probably. <laughs> Not at the moment for a title, so he's on a losing streak at the moment. So if it was a super fight, then then hundred percent I'll I'll take it without a, without a doubt. But um, from what I've been hearing and what I've been reading, I don't think that he'll be fighting at featherweight no more. So we'll never know. Oh, that's interesting. Um, <clears throat> you obviously spoke a minute ago about um, Ken Lee being one of the guys you looked up to. Um, well, was he the guy who sort of got you into MMA that sort of put your mind towards that direction or was it something else that uh, dragged you in? Yeah, Kung Lee was... Um, look, I didn't know of Kung Lee only up until like um, later in my career. Um, the first person that ever got me into MMA and into watching MMA was um, BJ Penn. And it was um, BJ Penn versus Matt Hughes... Um, where, he, where he submitted him. That was when I started watching, I mean, mixed martial arts in general. And then when um, George St. Pierre came onto the circuit and, you know, uh, defriend uh, BJ Penn twice, it was just like, yeah, man, this guy is legit. So one on to the next. And then it was like you, the, the likes of like Anderson Silva, Vitor Belfort, and you start watching these guys and you're like, oh, man, these guys are legit. <laughs> yeah. Um, what would you say has been your biggest challenge to date? Biggest challenge uh, to date 
in terms of mixed martial arts career or um you can you can answer both if you like Korea yeah, and yeah. So, um, biggest challenge to date um for me you know it's just it's just being a better person every single day um and also you know coming out to these training camps um yeah i i the the guys that um know me i it's it's hard for me to lose my, uh leave not lose sorry leave my family um in australia come over to the other side of the world in florida in an eight week camp <clears throat> yeah you're gone for two months um that's that's if anything that you know being away from my family it's very very challenging um and it's very very hard for me because for me I'd, I'd like to go to sleep at night knowing that you know my kids are you know tucked away tucked in, uh, tucked in the house is all locked up and you know i'm the last person to go to sleep that's that's me in general just as a father um as a husband you know with family man just make sure everyone else is uh, in that family is safe before I put my head down and go to sleep. Uh, whereas when I'm over in Florida, I can't really do that. My wife um, actually does that and I speak to her and then go from there. It's just, yeah, hard to leave them, man. Yeah, if she were as a father, I definitely feel your pain with that one, mate. Just, um, it's always hard when you've actually got to take that step and leave your family behind to do something. Um, but these are the sacrifices we have to make. Um, as mixed martial artists and when it comes to you know mma in general um i came to like a crossroad where you know i i had half my eggs in a basket and i won you know two world titles um and now i've just put all my eggs in a basket and you know giving giving everything giving my all into everything now so i've got the right people around me i've got the right coaches and right teammates around me um especially you know make me a better fighter every day yeah, um, we've, we've all re- already sort of touched upon your legacy. Um, what you've been creating so far is already, you've already done so much for the time this concert. Now, um, what would you sort of like to complete when you can say your legacy is completely done? Uh, what have you got left that you'd like to achieve in MMA? For me, um, I'd like to headline a card in Vietnam. Um and yeah, just to, just to take out um, you know everyone in my division, fight the best in my division, um, and you know obviously getting getting my um, yeah you know, chip off my shoulder in that bantamweight division. Um, we never know what's going to happen, man. So we'll, we'll work one fight at a time um, and go from there. You know. Yes. Um... I mean, all good fighters really do that, and they you you take it one fight at a time. I mean, you've always got that bigger picture you aim for, but uh, you you never sort of overlook the next guy, really. Definitely not. Um, what what's your thoughts on the sort of the last, I'd say, two to three years? Maybe the rapid growth from one championship. It seems to be going strength to strength. Uh, what, what do you sort of contribute that down to? It's amazing, man. Um... Yeah, you know, I started with one championship back in two thousand and I think it was like thirteen, the thirteen or so. And um, yeah, to see, I know they started in two thousand and eleven, and it was like the talk that a you know a huge company is starting off in Asia, <clears throat> and it, like for every MMA fighter, um, obviously it wasn't the destination to be, but for me, for myself, it was just 
um, it was just like a stage where, you know, I needed to take that next step in my career, um, fighting on a local scene. And, you know, um, when one championship po- um, pitched out a, a contract, you know, I wasn't going to say no. And I've been there now for, was it, six to seven years. And, um, you know, I wouldn't go anywhere else. You know, I've, I've built my my status up <clears throat> as the king in um, in Asia. Um, and, and, you know, all this hard work um, wasn't going to be, you know, to waste, you know. So where one championship has come from um, back from 2011 to now, man, it, it's it's just going bigger and bigger and they have, like, you know, one of the best leaders in the world. Um one of my one of my one of my bosses and you know one person I usually look up to as well, um, Chatri leading the company. You know his his vision and his goal um, is like no other. You know um, and what he says he actually does. Um, and you know that's probably where he got the company to where it is now. So yeah, sure. I've um, <clears throat> I've read and knew it a lot recently about. Um... The, the fighters sort of coming out in sort of support of Chatri about how, how good a guy is to sort of work for. I mean, can you share any of your sort of experiences for him? What, what makes him sort of stand out to someone that you appreciate working for then? Oh, look, um, Chatri is the man of his word, you know. Um, what he says, as I said, what he says, he does. Um, you know, and it is, there's a lot of, not only myself, there's a lot of other athletes and workers who do look up to him as well. And so he's got like this huge responsibility to be the best person he can be every day. And, you know, that positivity rubs off on not only myself, but everyone else around him. So, yeah, man, um, you know, uh, I'll be forever in awe uh, from Chatri. He's, he's set up a... Uh, he set up my life and he set up uh, my family's life and that's you know, the main important thing to me. Yes, definitely. Um, as I say, he's he's one of those guys that everyone seems to have good things to say about. You don't tend to, um, well, what to be fair, one championship in general, you don't seem to see it getting dragged down into any sort of uh, mud, really, or anything. It's it's always spoken really highly of. Definitely, man. Um, well, look, Martin, um, I won't take up any more of your time. Um, I just want to thank you for sharing your time with us and your experiences and views. Um, it's really appreciated um, and obviously I want to wish you the best this year to come now I hope you get the big fights and the results you want out of them and uh, I just wish you all the best in 2020 and going forward mate thank you so much mate thank you Bye. thank you Martin good luck mate